Welcome in to the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we we missed last week because of me. Um, I'm willing to fully admit that this was my fault. Um, yeah, I got I got the I got the sniffles. So he had the sniffles, <laughs> and my car had the sniffles. So yeah, but we're back here. Miss Wild Card Weekend, but here for the divisional round. That's Joshua Chowder Fleetner. Big country. <laughs> Big country, as my father refers to him. As. Just a time or two. And then my name is Derek Escabel, and I'm your host. And we hope you enjoyed the wild card weekend. Hope you enjoyed Martin Luther King weekend. Um, you know, if you had the Monday off, good for you. I'm also just coming back from Cuba, so um, if I'm if I'm sound tired, it's probably because I'm jet lagged a little bit. But we're gonna get through this episode with some good content. I good hope. content. I hope. Uh, but yeah. Hugo, I don't even know where he is anymore. Uh, guy's just. I heard around. he's in China right now. He might be in China. Uh, he might be in Brazil. Um, Ooh, that's good. He might be in Montana. Who knows? <laughs> um, but he's not here. Um, I, I, I mean, I only watched the first half, so I can only imagine that uh, Manu's out celebrating his Chargers moving on to the next round. Uh, <laughs> Damn. What? Damn. Ouch. Damn what? They lost. Hold on, what? Yeah. Oh, I stopped watching the first half. It was 27-0. They lost? 27-7. Oh, man. That's crazy. Crazy. Wow. Bolt gang. Uh, <laughs> and then Jose. I don't, I don't know where Jose's at. Of, so, you know. Jose's. Jose's. Just, you know, disappeared. Disappeared. He's he's running the bar somewhere. Um, that could be law. That could be a actual bar. I don't know, but <laughs> see where Jose's at. Oh, well. Where's Waldo? But with the, the Dream Team podcast people. I was gonna try and think of a different one, but donde esta Jose? <laughs> it's, a, it's the Mexican version of Where's Waldo. I was about to say that's pretty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about those wild card games. Um, San Francisco beat Seattle. Brock Purdy tale of two halves, but shows you how much they have on talent wise on that team. And then, of course, uh, speculation and rumors because the San Francisco or the guy from the Forty ers was hired as the Titans GM. And then Trey Lance on Instagram put fingers crossed emojis. So the speculation was running wild on that one. I mean, <clears throat> who caused that speculation? The man himself, so. Yeah. Don't post cryptic shit. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I can't imagine San Francisco spending all that draft capital and then letting him go, but. 
You never know. Well, and especially because there's nothing to entice a team to give back anything close to what they gave up no. for it either. So it would just be a complete waste of a trade, which that would they've be, done. That would be the Titans because he maybe has a relationship with Lance, but even then, what, maybe a first? Maybe. So. But you have Malik Willis. Dobbs came out. He didn't look terrible with them. Yeah, so I guess we'll find out with that one. As we mentioned, uh, the Chargers choked once again and blew a 27-point lead. <laughs> so the Jaguars are moving on. Um, Trevor Lawrence, once again, tail of two halves. Severely. Four interceptions in the first half, three to Asante Samuel Jr. And then the second half came back. and he, They were pissing me off, too, because it was like the same exact play that Samuel was picking off. Stupid little four-yard comeback route that he got jumped every time. And uh, as my coworker um, always keeps reminding me, the Jaguars are undefeated on Saturday, and uh, Trevor Lawrence is undefeated Saturday nights or something like that. Trevor Lawrence, they, it's Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost in like fucking whatever amount of years yeah. in games on Saturdays because he went undefeated in college undefeated in high school and they're going back to his middle school days i'm like motherfucker just stop at high school like i would stop at college but yeah um (coughs) so see what jaguars going against chiefs next week or this upcoming week can do and then we had the cincinnati Bengals beat the baltimore ravens game was a little bit closer than people expected i feel like yeah. Same with the Bills versus the Dolphins. Since um, he lost uh, their tackle in it, so that hurt big time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bills. Talk about a copycat going wrong. <laughs> Huntley trying to go over the top like Lawrence, and it just doesn't work out the same. No. Not from the two-yard line. <laughs> but, I mean, the Ravens competed with, uh, you know, a backup quarterback, same as Dolphins with Skylar Thompson, so. Mm-hmm. I think they I was, put in the effort. I, I think, was expecting blowouts, but I think I was more impressed with Miami and Thompson keeping it the way they did because it wasn't it wasn't easy for them. Like they had to drive the ball. They got a few turnovers when uh, Josh Allen got a little happy with trying to go deep and make up for it, but they settled down in the second half and just showed they were the better team. Yep. And then Minnesota, Minnesota, New York, G men, giant. Because Kirk Cousins decided on fourth and seven, <laughs> he's going to throw a three yard pass with a defender right there. Smart play. I think they had a really good chance of getting it. <laughs> Classic Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Their offensive coordinator needs to be fired. Um, I don't care. Uh. Justin Jefferson should have had probably 200 yards receiving that game and probably 30 passes thrown to him. Hey, I'm not going to say much, but we'll just go from there. (laughs) And then uh, the Cowboys beat up on the Buccaneers, even though their kicker decided (laughs) he was going to miss every single extra point. I don't know what happened. I think they got fun. He made one right at the end of the game, their last touchdown. I don't know. I think because they were gonna go for two. I, there was a whole thing about like Dak saying "fuck that, let's go yeah. for two. 
um, I don't know. And then someone, I forget who it was, but they brought up, they were like, I wonder if the, uh, Maher was on the sidelines saying, no, just put me out there when Dak was throwing all those interceptions. It's like, <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. It's tough when you miss one because a field goal, an extra point can cost you a game. Yeah. Like 18 points to me is a lot different than seeing you're down 21. But I think they did the right thing. You got to keep them in, got to give them that next kick and just get them one under the belt and better he better be kicking his ass off in practice right now yeah so tampa bay losing there's a lot of question marks there they fired offense coordinator byron leftwich i think they fired a defensive coach, coach. Too. they <laughs> fired quarterback coach running back coach and wide receiver coach tom brady i would say likely isn't coming back um one thing from that game and i'll throw this out <laughs> there um the center for um tampa bay Jensen uh, came back from a torn ACL in five months. That's wild. That's insane. It's wild. Um, yeah, so Tampa Bay might look a lot different next year. So we're going to have to keep our eyes on them in the offseason. It'll be an interesting team to watch. Dolphins, see what happens with. That's an interesting <laughs> team to see what Tua does. Yeah. Um, a lot of concussions, you know, a lot of people saying he needs to retire before he does some significant damage to himself. If he hasn't already, that that one will be interesting as well. Will they finally add a running back? They haven't had a legitimate number one option in there for a while. Kind of wait and see on that one. Mm -hmm. Ravens, what's going to happen with Lamar? Offense coordinator Greg Roman is not coming back. And I mean, today in the press conference, they came out and said Lamar is their quarterback. But that's what you're he, gonna say, so you don't did. get in trouble with the franchise tag and trade. Yeah, and he didn't. <clears throat> he didn't travel with the team. They said the it was because he was sick, and I'm calling bullshit on that. Yeah, I am. I too. don't care if you have COVID. <laughs> so, another interesting one to watch yeah. there was uh, Vikings. I don't know. Feel Kirk like Cousins is up for a deal. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like at this point they got to bring him back. Unless you can get your hands on somebody else. Yeah, but who's better out there? Lamar? I think you want a passer on that team. Yeah, so I don't think. I think Kirk Cousins probably the best fit as of right now. Over a Jimmy G, over mm-hmm. you know some of those other guys. And then we have the Seattle Seahawks will be interesting. Top five pick from the Broncos. See what happens with that. Well, is Gino going to get the extension? Yep. A lot of these eliminated teams have a lot of questions at quarterback, even, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that is the talk, is their quarterbacks are... Chargers don't have a question at quarterback, but they didn't fire their head coach. They have an offense coordinator spot open. We'll see what happens with them. Um, I expect more choking, uh, but... <laughs> Probably. I feel like there's one more team I'm missing. Maybe not, though. Three AFC, three NFC. I think Tampa. I went over all of them. Yep. Okay. Speaking about head coaching, um, since Staley should have gotten fired, but he didn't, let's go ahead and look at the openings. Alphabetical order? Let's go. Uh, alphabetical, I was going to go because NFL.com uh, oh. has their rankings of the 
best to worst jobs. Best to worst. So okay. I was going to go worst to best. Let's go worst go to best. There. At number five, they have the Houston Texans as the worst head coaching opening. Um, I would agree. Back-to-back years, they've let their coaches be one and done. And, yeah, I mean, they got the number two pick. Not the number one pick. Number two. Um <laughs> Which likely they will be taking a quarterback there. Yep. You know, they have Damian Pierce. They have some decent young talent, but there's still a lot of holes to fill mm-hmm. with this team. So I think the I think defensive that, side is where they have some of the biggest holes, too. I mean, they have a good corner, a good safety that they drafted last, last year. Um, but, yeah, they need to add talent. I mean, they have a couple first pick, first round picks, one from Cleveland as well. So we'll see what happens if they can, you know, expedite this uh, rebuild a little bit with some of these. But yeah, right now, next year, I I expect it to be another rough year. I just what coach in their <laughs> right mind wants to go to Texans, knowing that they've fired back to back one year head coaches? Like, I just I don't know. Yeah. Um here's a list of the some of the people that they have uh interviewed um or are about to interview. Thomas Brown, the Rams assistant head coach, uh Israel Evero, Broncos defense coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, Eagles defense coordinator, Ben Johnson, he's came out and said he's sticking with the Lions though. Yep. Mike Kafka, Giants offense coordinator, Sean Payton, D'Amico Ryan's 49ers defensive coordinator and Shane Steichen, the offense coordinator for the Eagles. You would think D'Amico Ryan, since he played there, would be the most likely. But yeah, we, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this team. I think there's enough interest in D'Amico Ryan <laughs> that one of the other openings is something he's probably planning on wanting. Yeah, because I think he's interviewed <clears throat> with at least three or four of these teams. Mm-hmm. I'll have to take a look, but yeah, so what fantasy impact will this head coaching – I don't even know because it's like – I think it's almost the same as what happened this year. You're looking at maybe Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is the only one, but even then, like we've seen yeah. James Robinson look good and get replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Cooks is gone. Mechie coming Mechie back. Mechie will be, be coming back. So The big one. And um, why can't I think of that other receiver? Nico Collins. Yep. But, yeah, there's going to be a lot of question marks, see what holes they fill where. Like I said, it's probably either going to be C.J. Stroud or um, Bryce Bryce Young. Young. Even though there's been a little bit of rumors about uh, Will Levis from Kentucky getting consideration for the number one pick. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, those talks will be later down the line. So, yeah, for now, Damian Pierce is probably the only person – that you're really looking at to give you high production next year. But even then, maybe a flyer shot on one of those wide receivers, but yeah, Mechie more than likely, but at number four, they have the Denver Broncos. Um, I think probably the the lack of draft capital, the money that was invested in Russell Wilson, um, you know, lack of cap space with it too. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett didn't even make it through a year. So, we'll see. And they've interviewed Jim Caldwell, former Lions and Colts head coach. Israel Evero, their own defensive coordinator. Jim Harbaugh, but he's staying at Michigan. Raheem Morris, Rams D coordinator. Sean Payton, 
Dan Quinn, Cowboys D coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, 49ers, and then David Shaw, former Stanford University head coach. That's out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's right now the dark horses. That's what I've been reading a lot. So I think Sean Payton is who they're going to go after hard, but I I don't know. I think I think it's between Payton, Shaw, and Quinn. Peyton, that's tough because if you go Peyton, you're giving up capital. Yeah, which we already don't have a lot of yeah. to begin with. Um, you can't go yeah. hemorrhaging too much more. Because like you capital. said, there's not a whole lot of cap space in general, too. They rolled over <laughs> 10 from this year. Yeah. But I think that still only gives them like 11 for next year cap-wise room. It's but, not a lot. No. So, I mean... The, do what a lot of teams do and restructure a lot mm-hmm. of contracts to add some money here and there, but you're not adding <laughs> twenty million restructuring. So no. <clears throat> so yeah, Broncos be interesting. Found um, a lot of pieces, but man, I mean, if we, I think, especially that last game, we saw more of the Russell Wilson that we've mm-hmm. you know been accustomed to. They just need to build a good offensive line around him. You have the pieces at receiver. Maybe add a running back in the draft until Javante's back. So I think there's some pieces there to build around. It's just what will happen with the coach mm-hmm. and what will happen with the offensive line. I think those are the question marks. But yep. it could be a turnaround next year. We'll have to wait and see. Keep people healthy. <laughs> That's the main Get thing. better. Yeah. I think you guys, I think the offensive side started to show, like you said, Without Hackett there, he was gone, and that offense started to click a little bit better. Not great, but they're missing. They're playing with third-string O-linemen. And then, yeah, if you can, I mean, he might have, his value might have raised, but I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it as much. Go get Jerry Judy because I think he solidified himself as the number one receiver the last month of the season. He really came out and kind of had a little breakout so i I like jerry judy going forward kind of after his breakdown that one game where he should have gotten kicked out probably yeah but i mean at that moment i was like kind of pissed like okay he's being immature Mm -hmm. but he even addressed it afterwards saying like he needs to control that but he was the only one for a while showing passion he was the only one showing that he wanted to win and stuff like that so i like that a lot from judy yeah good emotion yeah so there's some pieces for fantasy, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with the coach. Yep. Number three, they have the Indianapolis Colts. Not the worst place to necessarily start, but you have a big <clears throat> hole missing. And yeah, they which, finally have a pick to draft something. Nope. Which veteran quarterback are they going to do this time? <laughs> you think they're going veteran again? Ryan Tannehill. It's like... <laughs> I don't think Tennessee would do it. Or is he a free agent? Huh? No, oh. they they have a decision to make because I think he's going to count like thirty seven mil to his cap. It's a big hit for a quarterback that's probably not going to win you a Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, they have a, quite a bit of interviews. Eric Bieniemy, Chiefs coordinator, Ezro Evero, Aaron Glenn, Lions coordinate, D coordinator, Ben Johnson, as we said, stayed with the Lions. Mm-hmm. Mike Kafka, um, Don Wink Martindale. Giants D coordinator, Raheem Morris, Jeff Saturday, their interim coach, Shane Steichen, and then Bubba Ventrone, their special teams coordinator. So they have a lot. That one's I have no idea who's who, who's 
leading Whoever's gonna in do terms of coke with Jim Mercer. <laughs> Bubba seems like he would be a guy that would do. <laughs> but, I, I think know. Saturday does. <laughs> um, yeah, Matt Ryan experiment did not work whatsoever. Jonathan Taylor had a down year. Quentin Nelson had a down year. Shaq Leonard was hurt pretty much most of the year. It was it, it was a pretty rough year all around for the Colts. Mm-hmm. They don't have really any weapons. It's hard to say. I don't know if the Colts. I disagree with them being ranked third because you've got Pittman. The, you've got some pieces, but like tight end wise, it's a hole. Outside Quentin Nelson, you don't have like the greatest O line. Yeah. That kind of showed people just ignored it when Wentz was there. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. No, okay. I had to. So, yeah, Colts. You're looking at Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman. If you want to sh- take a shot on a Jelani Woods and hope he gets more of the, <coughs> the work, but who knows? Yeah. Number two, they have the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I think that's probably a good one. They are... They that's a, number two? That means that team's number one? That doesn't make yeah. sense. They have hired just hired their uh, GM, Titans executive, Monty Ossenfort. So they have the least amount of people interviewed with Ijero Evero, Brian Flores... Uh, Interesting. Sean Payton, Frank Reich, and D'Amico Ryans. I think I like the Frank Reich. I think that's someone that wasn't listed with Denver that they need to look at, too. I don't think they will, but at this point, I don't think so. No, they've already. Um, But you got quarterback, depending on what they do with DeAndre. He's going to be missing a little bit. True. Hopkins likely traded, it sounds like. Um, Running back wise. Offensive line Connor, is offense line is a little bit rough. Their defense has holes. Getting bigger with JJ. It's retiring. basically you have a young quarterback who has shown flashes of being a franchise guy. I think that's why this one's rated so high, mm-hmm. but you take away that quarterback position, it's not a very pretty job. No. Um and then number one, the one you're surprised with that they have here is uh, Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I mean, you got what they have three pick. Where are they picking three, four? They're five ish, maybe. I don't think so. They they went seven. Oh yeah, and 10. they barely. Yeah, so they've got to be. They're. I think they have a worse pick than New Orleans. They have interviewed a lot of people. Jim Caldwell, Ken Dorsey, Bill Offensive Coordinator, Isro Evero, Ben Johnson, Mike Kafka, Jared Mayo, Kellen Moore, Cowboys Offense Coordinator, Sean Payton, Frank Reich, D'Amico Ryan, Shake Steichen, and Steve Wilkes, who was their interim coach and had them competing pretty hard. I know a couple of players from the Panthers said that they would want him to come back as the head coach. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, because it's like, Sam Darnold yeah. played well. <laughs> I was about to say, that offense was clicking. You know, King Deontay uh, <laughs> is there. DJ Moore. I don't know. I, 
It's it's there's some pieces there that like look appealing, but are you getting Sam Darnold to play like that for a full season? Probably not. Um, they do have a lot of draft capital, mainly because of the Christian McCaffrey trade, but. I don't know. There was rumors of their best defensive player, Brian Burns, being traded. They won't trade him. I don't think so either, but... They would have done it already if they were going to. Because there's teams that when that when McCaffrey was traded, they wanted him. Mm-hmm. And I he think was... They wanted two firsts or something for him, but... Well, he's a player that demands it, so... <laughs> yeah, so... They have some good young defensive talent. Who's their corner they have, too? J.C. Horn. Yeah. Yeah, they... Derek Brown in the middle of the D line, um, Brian Burns, if he stays, like they have a lot of good young defensive players. You just need to figure out what's going on with that offense. Is Darnold sustainable? Is what's going to happen? Yeah, there's a lot of question marks. I don't know why they put them at one. Well, it's funny. There's so much question just around quarterbacks throughout the league. I think more than usual. Mm-hmm. So it makes it even tougher because you could go trade for somebody if someone's not happy or uh, that's just. Uh... And then I'll pose it to you, <clears throat> non-coach related, but um, Chicago Bears, well, if you were them, what would you be doing with that number one pick? <sighs> do you take best player available or do you try and move down to see if a team that needs a quarterback so I've seen like little stuff here and there about what they've proposed for them, and like they propose. I think one was proposed where they would trade with, I think Indy or what? I think yeah, it was Indy, and they would move back to four, and they would get like this year's first, their second, and then next year's first with it, which wouldn't be terrible. I think it all depends on what you want to do because. I think they need some defensive help on the line. You need more help other places. They have a ton of holes. Yeah. I think the best would be try to find a way to move out of that spot and just keep moving down and get draft capital. But this all believes on, do you believe Fields is your option? Yeah. Is he the franchise quarterback you want? And I think he has showed flashes. I mean, he is playing with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, after Darnell Mooney went down, who was he throwing to? Not a whole yeah. lot. So, And so uh, that's why the only reason why that one's kind of question mark is you go from being able to draft the best defensive, who everybody says the top prospect is, is that D-lineman <laughs> from Georgia. Instead, you're stuck drafting possibly a wide receiver from TCU. Yeah, because it's like if they move down to four with Indy, you will have – Quarterback, quarterback going one and two. Mm-hmm. And then Arizona, who... They have them picking that <laughs> D-lineman from Georgia. Okay, and then that would allow them, the the Bears, to take the edge rusher from Alabama. If they wanted to. At this to. point. Yep. And, you, know, at, you know, as we get towards the draft season more, you'll see a whole bunch of things shake yep, up. So. it'll all change. <laughs> but... This team start moving and trading... I don't, it's a tough one. I think it all just depends on do you believe that's what you want at quarterback there. And I like him. I like his ability. It's can you see the can you see that improvement in the passing game? And that's where they have the internal like they know what they see in practice. They know kind of what they have around them, so they can. Yeah, and they need a 
do what the Bills did, and do what the Eagles did, and bring in get a, get a good receiver in there to to really help him out if you think he's gonna be your franchise guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's like Indy would be the best spot because it's like you're only moving back three spots. You have I don't because there's because if you go in order, <laughs> so we've got. So who's number five then? Seattle from Denver. Which they're not going to be looking for quarterback you most wouldn't likely. wouldn't think. Detroit is, I don't think they would be looking to move up that if much. I'm Detroit, I would stay with Goff. You have enough. You have, I guess you have more holes to fill on defense that you need to start getting stuff there. Yeah. Then you have Vegas, could use a quarterback. Atlanta, could use a quarterback. Yep. Carolina could use a quarterback. And then Philly doesn't need a quarterback. Tennessee, possibly. Yep. Houston, again, who more than likely would have already taken their quarterback at two. Mm-hmm. Jets is an interesting one. Um, <laughs> That's a fucking really interesting one. Patriots kind of is an interesting one. Green Bay. Could be an interesting one. Uh, Based on I mean, GM comments, probably not. I think Green Bay, no matter if, even if even Rodgers were retired, they, they have Jordan Love yep. sitting there. So, not many teams that are that far <laughs> deep, and no teams with multiple picks in this year's draft that need a quarterback. The Lions are the only ones that would they have m- multiple top twenty picks that could move up. Just Seattle, you could consider, but I just don't see them doing that. Yeah, especially with what Geno did this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Chicago's kind of in a situation they didn't expect to be in. I don't think so either. Because you could you could try to do what Sam Fran did to Chicago a few years back and just grape them with. Uh, Moving up one spot, you could try to do that to Texans, but I don't think the Texans are going to bite. No, unless Chicago legitimately has a another trade partner. And that's if they're even looking at the same quarterback, because that's going to flip-flop too. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. We'll get into draft coverage. We'll figure that all out coming in March and stuff like that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun. So much. If you were a coach, which job would you go to? These jobs all kind of suck in one way or another. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's basically how I have them all written down. They all suck. It's which one sucks the least. It's just like which one is the most fixable. Like I kind of... This might be a Homer thing, but I almost like look at the Broncos and you see Russell Wilson in the last couple games, and is that fixable? Plus all the players that were on IR, you get all them all back. Mm-hmm. You have weapons. You have a good defense. It's I mean you don't have draft capital, you don't have cap space. That's the problem. But is it fixable? That one seems like it could potentially be the quickest turnaround. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure in that one, too. With the Panthers, you have a completely wide-open division. 
Yeah. That's the appeal with that. Um, I guess it'd be kind of the same appeal with Houston and Indy. I'd take Indy over Houston. Just because Houston, you have a number two pick and a potential, you know, franchise quarterback. Well, they they <laughs> were talking. I saw something saying that Houston should do what Philly did. Go get your wide receivers quarterback. Go draft Brees Young. Pair up your Alabama guys. Not the worst thing. Burrow and all of his guys. Like It's shown to work in areas. Yeah. And so I, I could see something like that. I would agree with you, though. I think Broncos is the most appealing, but you would have the most pressure to turn that team around, and you have to be fighting for playoffs. Yeah. I mean, if you feel like you could really build a system around Kyler, I could see the appeal of having a 20, what, 24, 25-year-old mm-hmm. potential franchise quarterback. That is appealing. But there's a lot of holes, too. I don't know. Yeah. It's a difficult difficult class right now. So It is. Um, so we will go ahead and... Uh, Get into our pick 'em. Pick 'em. Pick 'em part. I believe we both went what four and two last. Uh, you went four. I think no, we went. I went five and one. I think you went five and one. I thought I picked the Vikings and the you Buccaneers. P- you picked. Oh, I can't remember. I'll pull it up on my phone real quick. Let's see. Let's see. You chose Vikings and Bucks. Yep. So, so you're four and two, and me and Hugo are five and one. Okay. For those at home, I'm the regular season champ for two years in a row. We don't want to talk about that. Though. I do. No. And I picked fifteen. Or no, I didn't. I picked I, I think fourteen of the sixteen games right last week. Once again, we're not talking about that. <laughs> All right, this week. This week's pick 'em. Pick 'em. We have Saturday. We start off with the Jaguars at Kansas City to play the Chiefs. 4:30 Eastern start time. I highly highly I'm tempted to go with the Jaguars, but I will not. I am going to go Casey. I'm going with Casey. I just don't think there's enough magic left. I used it all last week. I mean, I will be very happy to be wrong. (laughs) See, that's a game where you got to choose with your brain, but not be upset when it goes the other way. And then uh, 8.15 Eastern start time, it's the Giants... At the Eagles, which I saw a video today, and it was like some lady, and she was like, the people in the NFL are stupid because they're giving an 8.15 start time to the Philadelphia fans, which basically gives them 12 hours to drink. Um, so I saw that same thing, and I just I laughed like I did now. So that's, that's a good, funny one. Um, Eli showing back up to Philly Field after he said he'd never go back. So that's another fun one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles here. <laughs> yeah, Philly. 
they get there. Everybody's like, oh, that was such a close game last week. Like, they Giants didn't play their starters, and they almost won. And I'm just like, yeah, but we were missing our tackle, and I guarantee I didn't get to watch the game. Guarantee you they weren't trying to do our offense like it can. Yeah, I'm sure. <clears throat> They're protecting Hurts. I'm just basically telling them, do what you need to do. Yeah. Just don't risk yourself. Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern start time. We have the Bengals at the Bills. This one is the most difficult one for me to pick. After last <laughs> week, I think it became pretty easy for me. Because of the injury to Jonah Williams? Yeah. They're down 3-0 linemen right now. That's not good. So I'm going with the Bills. Joe Burrow, give me the Bengals. Oh, I, yeah. I just have a little bit of a man crush on Joe Burrow. I can't. He's just got the swag. He, he He's going to – it's not like they're going to come in and, like, they know who their own line's going to be. It's not like – so I think you're going to be able to game plan for it. Um, all right. And then the final game at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, we have the Cowboys at San Francisco to play the 49ers. Rematch of those classic 80s and 90s games. <laughs> the last time. That Dallas was relevant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going with Sam Fran. I will as well. If Dallas wins, I'll be ecstatic. It's going to be a purdy show. A purdy show? Purdy show. Pretty pretty. So, how about that NFC East though? No credit this year for getting three of the four teams. Zero credit. Like, come on. Zero credit. Let's go. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you want credit? Yeah, I do. Have you seen the NFC uh, South? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the NFC West? Yeah, they had <laughs> well, a they lot got, of talent. They got two. They got two. They got two, and one of them they could have had three possibly, but. They lost all their players, too, so. Have you seen the NFC? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are going to be the four games that we got going on. It's going to be fun. It'll be a good time. going to be fun. So, um, we are going to get into some pick em, pick em, pick em, pick em. We already did pick em, bud. Dream team, dream team, dream team. That's what I meant. Pick them, dream team, you know? Pick them, dream team. All right. I'm going to let you go first. We're not going to do no wheel. We're just going to go for it. We're just Quarterback, going for it. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and a flex. All righty. And I get to go first? You get the first pick, sir. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to go total homer pick here. Jalen Hurts. Let's go. Okay. So I can hold off on quarterback. And I will. Let me let me go ahead and get that uh guy by the name of Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. Damn it. And then my second pick will be uh Travis Kelsey. It's a fucking smart move. I'm so stupid. There's so many quarterbacks, and instead I just had to, you know. You mean you only had uh, 
Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, Josh like, Allen. Uh, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm just so excited. And, oh, wow. I, I really messed this up pretty good. Well, I'm going to have to go with my wide receiver. Why is this as hard as I think it is? It shouldn't be this fucking hard. Jamar Chase. And then running back. Tony Pollard. Okay. I will be going with... Um, I'll take Stefan Diggs. I thought about that. And then it's funny because the running backs aren't that pretty. That's kind of why I <laughs> made sure I chose one because it's not pretty. I'm gonna go a little bit. Uh. Go a little bit off, off the board. I think here. I know who you're picking. <laughs> Taking Christian Kirk. Oh, that's not who I thought you were gonna pick. I mean, I think he has the best matchup. So that's I mean, it <laughs> makes sense. Like it was just one. I, I, you were talking about running back, so I thought you were gonna go with the running back. I, I decided to go Christian Kirk because I think they're gonna have to pass a lot. So yeah, give me their number one receiver. I like it. You have a tight end and a flex to end your team here. We're going to go with Mr. Kittle at tight end. And then at my flex, I really want to do it, but I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to go with McKinnon. Okay. Mr. Touchdown Machine. <laughs> Is that who you thought I was going to go with? That's who I thought when you were talking about running backs were being ugly, and I thought you were going to go out on a limb there i mean yeah that would just because i think of of the rest of them like that's probably the one like i don't think the giants have good matchup for running i mean i was thinking etn but i don't think that they just don't have the matchup to where i can see them running but that's how they're gonna win they're gonna have to run the ball so and i'm gonna take my homes um to finish out my draft that's a smart one Thank you. Pretty smart. Uh, all right. Your team at quarterback, Jalen Hurts, running back, Tony Pollard, wide receiver, Jamar Chase, tight end, George Kittle, and flex, Jarek McKinnon. Ooh. My team at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, running back, Christian McCaffrey, wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, tight end, Travis Kelsey, and flex, Christian Kirk. God, I let you get away with it, getting both McCaffrey and Kelsey. <laughs> Stupid ass myself. God dang it. I almost passed a, I almost went uh, someone else at that second pick, and then I was like, hold up. <laughs> Don't make the same mistake. Tight end <laughs> is always rough. Except for, I mean, there, I mean, there was got, four I think you could realistically pick. Yeah, you got Kittle, you got Dalton Schultz, you have uh, Dallas Goddard. Yep. Yeah, those are the I guess you could have. Evan Ingram. Ingram. <laughs> looked really he good was, in Wild Card he, weekend. He's been looking good for like. <laughs> four or five weeks now so 
He's tiny though. Like he looks for like a, a tight receiver, end. yeah. And that's it. what everybody says. He's a wide receiver that plays tight end. It's like he kind of looks like it. Because he's only like two hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. So not not the blocking tight end you're gonna oh, have no. in. <laughs> not at all. Kinda gives it away, but you know, you deal with what you deal with. Yeah. I mean if you get a matchup with him against a linebacker, a linebacker you know, it's great for great for the Jags. Yeah. Abuse the shit out of it. Oh man, I might end up regretting that Bengals pick, but you know I got to ride with Joe Burrow. You know it's funny. Yeah, I picked Bills, and my fantasy matchup now depends on this game, and I need Burrow to show out. So, no matter what happens, I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> right now you have. According to your matchups, you would have Kansas City playing Buffalo, which that game would be in Atlanta. So, um, that's so going to be interesting. Let, you want to talk about that for a second? We can talk about that. All right. So, did you read the article where they said that Chiefs had a couple requests for it? I didn't they read did that the, article. So, they had, they had two requests they wanted for um, them. And one of them, I, think, I can't remember what the second one, but the biggest one was they wanted it outdoors. Which made sense. I was like, both, all three teams that, or the two teams that messed with outdoors, and then they wanted grass field. Two requests was grass field and outdoors, and they got neither of them. <laughs> I mean, I have a hard time feeling bad for them with well, how bad the Bengals got screwed out of all of it. I would say yes. I, I would say the Bengals got the short end of the stick, but I think even if they didn't do that, they should have at least made sure it was outdoor. Which automatically gives you the grass field. So it's only really one request they had. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what would be the best... Outdoor place? Outdoor place that would have been. Tennessee would have been a decent place. That was the main one that popped in my head first. Um, I mean, there's a few of them. I think you could have gone with like a Tampa or... I guess not Tampa because you would have... Guess he could have gone because they know they're not playing at home no matter <laughs> unless some wild ass shit happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd have some upsets after upsets after upsets. You would have to have Tampa versus the Giants. Yeah, that would have had right it been now, the... That would have been the only way to do it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I think they should have tried to make it outdoors, but it is what it is. So. They're probably going to get more money and fans going to Atlanta, anyways. Yeah, I see an uptick in tickets and stuff like that. That's if it happens. <laughs> yeah, can't believe we're down to the final eight teams. <laughs> this is wild. It went by too. F- it goes by fast every time. I know. And then we'll be sitting here going, waiting for season. It'll come around, and it'll be like it's here, then it's gone again. Mm-hmm. I mean. After that barn burner of a college football championship. Yeah. Pure domination. I'll say this on the college <laughs> games, though. I think without the month-long fucking break they do between the college championships and the or the conference championships and the playoff start, I don't think those games would have been as close as they were. And I think... I think Georgia would have beat the shit out of Ohio State if they played the week after, and I think Michigan probably would have beat TCU. I think giving teams three, four weeks to prepare is a little outrageous, and luckily we don't have to deal with that shit no more. 
Well, I think is it this <clears throat> season still. The I think four no, team, right? No, this is that this last year was last year of it. I thought the twenty twenty four season was the one where they switched to the twelve team. Uh uh-uh, uh, it's this year. No, oh. because they were talking about how if they want a three beat, they're gonna have to do it a different way again. I'm pretty sure at least I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Hmm. I don't pay I don't enough know. attention to college football, so I'm probably wrong. Yeah, SEC's insane. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but we will start our draft coverage coming up. We'll have more dynasty things. Um, we have a special, special mock draft that we're gonna do once the season wraps up. Boy, um, there's a lot of things coming up. We're gonna try and meet next Saturday to get everything flushed and you know try and bring you guys an even better product than what we have been so get some people showing up yeah get people showing up get people you know be more active in terms of social media be more active in terms of just everything we're just going to try and and really up our game in the 2023 season year whatever you want to say um give you the best content to help you win your championships i mean i think that's probably part of the reason we didn't win our championships this year is because we slacked off we slacked off so we, we did we need to get back to it and you know grind um, super grind 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 mm-hmm. like it's a freaking nightclub with a whole bunch of creeps uh weird yeah uh sorry i didn't mean to just say that uh just ignore that no, I'm, I'm cutting it <laughs> now but we're, we're gonna get out of here and hope you guys enjoy the divisional round mario if your cowboys somehow win i'd love you forever just because that means the eagles don't have to play fucking san fran (laughs) hey it could happen it can happen any given sunday any given sunday and that's why (laughs) eagles need to Get ready. We've got the Giants. Lots of fun. Fun, fun. We'll see you guys next week. And, yeah, be back next week, hopefully with an earlier episode than this one since we're recording on Thursday. But, yeah, we got you guys. Love you guys. Peace out.